Howdy folks, this is The Good Speaking. Thanks for tuning in. Make sure to like and subscribe to our podcast and follow us on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, Twitch, and TikTok. Enjoy the gold. Hello, hello. Here we are, rolling in the studio. Hello, one and all. The boys' studio. It's your boys. It's the boys. Hello, welcome back to The Good, The Bad, and The Boys. And uh, we are reviewing some apocalyptic movies of 2020. Oh, baby. Welcome back down to the, the line, the list. The December 2020 special. Where you, we give you our predictions of what's going to happen at the end of this month. What do we got lined up? Uh, what do we got lined up this week, Isaac? Yeah, so uh, we're, we're going to start off the week with a little um, dragon invasion, rain of fire. Ooh. Uh, you know, it's got good ideas. It's a dragons good being premise. one of them. Who doesn't like dragons? Yeah, dragons and yeah, apocalyptic Mad Max style. And, Pretty cool. And Christian Bale and Matthew McConaughey in a tank Christian top. Christian Bale. How yes. bad could it be? Oh yeah, he's totally toned in this movie. <laughs> and uh, yeah, uh, that's that's what we're gonna bring to you. There's a little little fire, a little little dragon fire. Oh baby, headed your way this week. Dragons and uh, how are we going to end the week here on Thursday? Oh, boy. Oh, baby. All right. We talked about the Pacific Rims last week, and, and that was fun. So I thought I'd I'd give what I think would be the most accurate prediction at not only a monster invasion, but just an alien invasion. Aliens taking over the world is mm. a common sci-fi concept. You may be thinking, Taryn, yes. what movie would most accurately depict how aliens would take over the world? Could it be Annihilation? Could it be War of the Worlds? <laughs> Independence Day, perhaps? Uh, no, you fools. It's uh, the man himself, L. Ron Hubbard, predicted this decades ago in his smash hit, multi-million dollar selling copy of this book called Battlefield Earth, which originally wasn't even called Battlefield Earth. I think it was called like Mankind Endangered Species or something, but we're watching the movie Battlefield Earth, baby. We got John Travolta. <laughs> we got Forrest Whitaker. We got... We got a lot of bad effects. That's, oh, fuck. It's bad. <laughs> a lot of laughter. A Lots lot of, of laughter to be had. That's, things that don't make sense. Yeah, you can you can tune into that Thursday, because that's going to be, that one needs a whole episode. Yeah, it's it's, uh, it's a little scary um, living, you know, very close to some of the Scientology centers here. Ah, yes, and LA. out there in L.A. Well, it was a little scary living in the... In the city where this movie takes place, this movie takes place in Denver, at least what's left of it. Dang. The aliens oh, yeah. take it over. The Rocky Mountains. Yeah, the yeah. Rocky Mountains. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, I just feel like we're both in danger. So it's um, all it's all coming together. Release that episode. Although, in my opinion, it's going to start in Tennessee. Did you see uh, someone triangulated the three weird random monoliths that keep appearing around the world? It was like Canada, Romania. No. And then one in like what? Africa or South America or something. Mysterious metal monoliths have been popping up all over the world. Okay. And you know what's in the center of the, the triangle? Point points to the rolling hills. Everything points what? to the. I think it's the Bass Pro Shops or Cabela's Pyramid in in Tennessee. <laughs> <laughs> wow. That's where it's that starting, buddy. New World <laughs> the Order. Apocalyptic source. We all thought it was going to be DIA. Mm. Illuminati confirmed. Illuminati confirmed. Mm. Yes. But Illuminati aside, we're going to touch on the more subtle and nuanced subject of yes. dragons crawling out of mines and killing everyone. The way that 2020 is going, I wouldn't doubt that this is a likely scenario. Honestly, Who if knows what lies beneath. Dragons wouldn't be the worst part of the year, that's for sure. It'd be a really great <laughs> season finale. 
I guess, series finale of humanity. It'd be the Game of Thrones season eight the finale. G- <laughs> we all hoped for <laughs> the Game of Thrones. Yeah, we, the world actually ends like we wanted it to in that show. Yep. Too bad it ended after six seasons, though. Shame. Oof. But yes, so The Hobbit 4, Reign of Fire. Oh, baby. Or Reign of Fire, The Desolation of Smog. But yes, this is, a, this is an interesting movie. It, it has a great, great concept. It follows a lot of the mythological, like medieval tonal settings. Mm-hmm. Um, takes place in London. They dig too deep in this mine. They hit a pocket that they didn't see before on their scanners, and it unleashes thousands and thousands of dragons and they just ravage the earth and humanity is uh is being uh, purged they're really shit on dragon fire dragons they really are wow yeah yeah great foresight on behalf of the dragons that they would make their uh their little pocket in the ground undetectable by scanners convenient right. awfully yeah. it uh there's a lot of weird convenience in this movie, <laughs> a lot of things that don't make sense, and it's kind of weird it doesn't matter but dragons. i feel like this movie has potential if you retouch it Maybe, you know, <laughs> just change up the dialogue a bit. It could work. Um, this isn't the worst of our 2020 movies, but it... Oh, by you know, far. certainly isn't the best, but... <laughs> good thing we're not the best, the worst in the boys. We're the good and the bad. That's right. We are We are uh, totally black and white here. Yeah, much, much lower uh-huh. stakes. That's right. <laughs> but yeah, what I will say, throughout the movie, um, it has a nice, like, ashy twilight coloring throughout... That is the dragon's weakness, is that they're, they have low visibility during the twilight hours mm. of the day when the sun is just setting over the horizon, uh, and yes. it's kind of making things a little darker. The little ashy tone that you get with you know, the aftermath of the dragon fire, so it's perfect coloring. Dragon type of cataracts, scenario. as seen in many a European folklore. That's right. There's, a, there's always, a, yeah, there's always a, a, a chink in the armor, a weak spot, which they do... They do mention a weak spot right at the end of the movie, which they didn't really touch on the entire movie until the epic finale action. But anyways, so I guess the Twilight, that's that's more of twilight. the chink of, in the armor, I Ooh. suppose, the, the missing scale, if you would. Yeah, it kind of opens. It's very foreboding, very dreary type of cinematic design. And, and it's kind of a nice premise for modern dragons because, you know, it's kind of a silly idea of having dragons come back in our own day and age. Awesome, but yes, silly. Yeah, awesome. A little weird, but I mean, it's still pretty epic. But the way they go about it, it's pretty pretty good. It kind of establishes, there's some opening shots, you know, uh, in the beginning that's kind of similar to Pacific Rim. It's going through, like, the destruction and the certain key cities uh, falling under fire. And um, there's, there's also been some, like, nuclear activity t- to try to stop the dragons and whatnot, so that's also didn't help. But <laughs> so at, at the beginning, you see young Christian Bale. Um, he's having problems financially, I guess, with school, trying to get a scholarship, even though he looks like he's, like, 12 or 11 years old. A lot of pressure I'm not sure, for I'm not a young sure man. what <laughs> the European society is or if that's boarding school or what, it, what, what that is, what that even means. But I'm like, yeah, you haven't you haven't graduated yet. <laughs> is that how that works? The twelve year olds got to pay for their own boarding school. Uh, I guess so. Yeah, take that, you silly fucking Brits. American education system, <laughs> yeah, best right. education system. It's the best. <laughs> Fuck Absolutely. you guys. It's number one. Number one. <laughs> USA. Number one. But uh, but yeah, no, he just he, he shows up with his mom with a letter, and he's like, oh, we we can't afford this. We need a scholarship to this school, and they don't really specify what the school is or. 
And then he mentions, Dragon like, oh, school. maybe we can uh, reach out to my dad or something to pay for it. And the dad is nowhere to be found throughout the entire movie. I thought that would be a payoff. Like, he just he finds his dad at the end that helps him or something. But now you don't. Kill you dragons. Don't. Every young boy's dream to slay yeah, he dragons got, He with got his it dad. incinerated. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it could have been a nice touching moment. But anyways, so uh, the kid, so they go, he go, he just prances over to the 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 dragon pocket and and this whole time he's like talking to some of the miners and whatnot and he's like talking he's like doing like these adult quips like he they're talking about <laughs> smoking talking about like drinking and whatnot and i'm like how old is this kid uh, i don't understand when does that portion of the movie take place this is like is this like a like a 60s kid yeah this is pre pre dragon 60s kid um, would be smoking is, oh, any day of the week yeah probably yeah i think it takes place either 30 years before because because the main dragon event that we see is 2020 oh fuck. um so it's not it's not it's pretty near it's pretty near it's coming yeah so it has to be like 30 years before it when chris christian bale is all grown up okay but this is at him as a kid before this is this is when they dig right too far into the pocket and they unleash hell the hellfire oh they found the balrogs down there yeah yeah they, they dug too deep too greedily but yes so they they were too greedy which which uh, I, I feel like this uh maybe this uh, movie similar to pacific rim is kind of that environmental um themes of you know mm. yeah we're, we're kind sponsored of, by uh sponsored by greenpeace yeah. keep drilling and you'll dig up dragons yes I don't know what kind of message they thought exactly. they were going to get across with that. I would. <laughs> it makes me want to dig more if there's going to be dragons down there. That'd be cool oh, as fuck. Oh, definitely. That'd be an interesting study. Maybe the gateway to, to that Iron Fist needs to open. To dragon land? Potentially. I wish, there. I wish with all my heart. The dragon, the dragon fossils. To strike oil in a world apart. <laughs> yes, this is all. The dragons would be very disappointed. This is all dragon propaganda. <laughs> so yeah he, he just strolls on over to the pocket and uh one of the miners is like oh okay here he just like gives him a flashlight as you he, do he, he kind of is like really sarcastic with this kid <laughs> like, yeah go go ahead and see what's in there so the kid's just walking through <laughs> little christian bale walking through this dragon nest this dragon <laughs> and nest. i was really scared for the cgi at this point oh um because you know it's early two it's 2002 so, you know, it, and, and I think the Studio 2, they, they were having a hard time with the CGI, and they had to resort to some of the animators that worked on Disney's Dinosaur movie back in the day. Mm. Yeah, um, I was looking at something. definitely helped. They used, uh, yeah. this was like the first sort of 3D scanning movie. It wasn't like they were modeled oh, yeah. in, like rendered in the computer. They like made clay models of them and then scan that in yeah and then keyframe animated all of them so they're all animated by hand the dragons yeah. which they look really good for how they did it in the movie then yeah they do yeah for 2002 it, it looks good yeah. however the first shot where when you see the face of the dragon face the close-up sort of, like of the eye <laughs> so and i was scared like <laughs> this is a spiral prequel scared. i was like oh no <laughs> yeah i was like this dialogue with this with this little kid going through and <laughs> some weird scholarship shenanigans i i was scared i was really scared Maybe and it's, i uh... saw the the cgi of the dragon and i was scared with that but but then the movie then I saw, then I saw some of the good work, some of the good, good effects of it. Maybe some ivory was, tower commentary. Satisfied. 
that the kids got to go <laughs> in a mine. No canary to check for gas leaks. No adults. No nothing. He's just down there in the mine <laughs> looking for dragons yep. to get a scholarship. Yeah, he's got no hard hat. No I mean, safety, that nothing. kid was the first one to see a dragon, right? The finder's fee has got to be. He was, yeah. A full ride in oh, there. It's got to be. It's got to be huge. Oh yeah, he, the school of his choosing. Yeah, that school didn't. Especially when the world is turned into shit. like a dragon <laughs> toilet. They that kid would have definitely gone. Oh yeah, I, I don't know. There's also some use of like he gets sprayed by I don't know some of some of the dragon. I guess it's like flammable liquid that they spray at. It doesn't. They don't really touch on that. Uh oh yeah, you kind of see it. When it comes out of their mouth, it's like the yeah. those ones in the what is it, like the How to Train Your Dragon, where one head spits gas and the other one is like the igniter. Oh, that's true. Kind of yeah. like that, but it, yeah, because they do have like the gland situation. Yeah, where, it's like yeah, some it's like some Vietnam like napalm flamethrower mouths that they have. That's that's true. Which I kind of like. It yeah, adds yeah, to like the true. low fantasy it's... setting. It's not like oh, they just magically. That's true. It kind of grounds it a bit. Yeah. yeah, you're you're right. Yeah, that's yeah that aspect to it and then it's kind of tragic his mom dies Oof. as the dragon's climbing out of the shaft they're trying to go up the elevator it's going super slow and the dragon just goes right on through trudges right through it smashes the mom into the elevator christian bale goes unscathed luckily then the establishment shots come in the little pacific rim opening happens nice uh, unlike pacific Rim, <laughs> it doesn't take place 20 minutes yeah. into the movie the opening shot <laughs> right no Definitely not, um, but <laughs> yeah, it's uh, sort sort of yeah, it sort of gets right to the point a little bit, um, and it just you know tries to humanize, tries to ground the situation with his you know problem of schooling and his mom, but it just doesn't also at the same time doesn't make sense. But not a, it's it's still a good idea. Not an issue was, anymore yeah. now that dragons right. are everywhere <laughs> right no it shows no, how priorities no, no. change his, his issues are resolved during a dragon School apocalypse is destroyed. he doesn't have to go anymore yes this is a dragon so you can look forward movie. to that kids <laughs> how do we eliminate student <laughs> loan debt? invasion you don't have to go to school dragon apocalypse <laughs> dragon fire <laughs> dragon fire is this the daenerys targaryen write this movie what the fuck's going on <laughs> just burn it to the ground we'll yeah. burn the ivory tower with Great. dragon fire yeah <laughs> Exactly. But yeah, it, it goes into like an explanation too about the kind of behaviors of the dragons, kind of go into the mythos of the dragons, kind Ooh. of the medieval, like Arthur, like some of the, just like the legends, some of the dragons. Aren't the... They blame the dragons <laughs> as as being the um, extinction of the dinosaurs. Mm. And so... Can't these, have any other these, lizards walking and, around. And that's what brings over the Ice Age. Yeah. <laughs> dragons. So it kind of, so they kind of destroy the dinosaurs, they... The ice age happens, so the the earth replenishes. Mm. After after they ravage the world, they let it heal. They go back into hibernation, and then once the earth is replenished, then they come back out and eat whatever they can, and then go back into hiding. It's like a kind of like the grasshoppers and like bugs life. And stuff. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> they're like locusts that breathe fire. The grasshoppers and a bugs exactly. life. It's just a high budget bugs life. They were literally that. <laughs> <laughs> Must be, yeah, yeah. They're using some Disney's, you know, animation and stuff. I wouldn't be surprised if they <laughs> stole from Bugs. And now that the Earth is ravaged too, so it kind of adds a little stakes that now the dinosaurs or <laughs> dinosaurs now now the dragons are are very hungry because they kind of destroyed everything. They hungry. They are. They got the hungers. The munchies so it makes it a little more dangerous. Just a little more down yeah, getting baked in the caves. Vicious, coming out for pizza. Yep. 
it is kind of a interesting dichotomy too with the humans. I kind of notice is like the humans, these two elements switch. So the uh. dragons are roaming the earth now, and now the now the humans are underground or they're in hiding. They're not really underground. They're they're laid out in a castle, which kind of adds to the medieval imagery. Nice. But yeah, there's a couple of castles that Christian Bale has his whole community and society that he's trying to survive with and whatnot. So it kind of adds to that lore, mythology lore, mm. I guess. Um, yeah, so an interesting dichotomy. It's like, yeah, a little a little turn of events there. Nice. Makes him seem like more of a, a part of the of the planet, I suppose, as opposed to just fantasy figures. There's part of the right. circle of life. Yeah, exactly. They'll come shit on everything once every thousand years and then dip. So we're like yeah, right, the yeah. apex They're predator. They're creature. They're like the top of the chain mm. on Earth, pretty much. So it's cool. It's a it's a cool way to ground the situation. Very low fantasy bring it into a more realistic setting. Exactly. You know, there's little psychological tensions as you see how this community functions, which is a little weird. They have like little reenactments of like movies in the past. So like they're like reenacting Star Wars. They even mentioned that they'll do Lion King next week or something. So they're like it's and in a way I get what they're trying to do. It was a little too on the nose and kind of stupid, but in a way I, I get what, what it's... <laughs> Isaac, if there was ever a dragon apocalypse, I don't know if I'd picture you doing anything else, but Star Wars reenactments for the survivors. <laughs> Just trying to carry on the Star Wars It'll be like, we need to, the newer generations. We need to get to the Library of Congress or something and, and preserve human history. And Isaac's like, no, no need. Preserve gotta, the unedited George Lucas. I got the VHS right here. We're good. Got everything we need to know. <laughs> yep. <laughs> yes. That 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 would be me, <laughs> but uh, but with that but with that situation, I like that it adds to that like fairy tale aspect. It's 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 another medieval myth mythological. Th they they just sprinkle that type of elements. It's like they are the ones storytelling about these certain stories and you know these this these legends of modern day mm -hmm. Star Wars, you know Lion King, uh, you know other forms of media that. In our generation, it would be like, you know, the Knights of the Round Table or, you know, some of Tolkien's stuff. Yeah. So it's kind of cool that they're they're doing, they're doing kind of doing the same thing. They're they're carrying on stories to newer generations. I like that the stories... Kind of adds to that fairy tale element. Yeah, the stories that are told every day in our current timeline, at least as it exists for the next two weeks, are, you know, seen as the fantastical <laughs> tales... And then dragons are just like a whatever thing you see on your fucking walk to the grocery trip every morning. And that's a little it's switcheroo. Uh, One's a, uh, a daily 100%. nuisance and the other is some fantastical tale that you need Christian Bale to do. And, and a young, not famous Gerard Butler to reenact for you every day. Right, exactly. Yeah. And oh, God, yeah. Gerard Butler. What an interesting character throughout this. I think he's supposed to be the... Com comedic <laughs> person but gerard his Bell. dialogue is so bad i don't blame <laughs> gerard but like oh man his dialogue is so bad he's supposed to be like what the audience is thinking and whatnot he's like what you know how are you able to catch dragons that way or you know he's, he's like asking the questions we would ask while we're watching the movie and i guess that's for humor i guess to be effect, fair mcconaughey's dragon catching method is uh it's certainly interesting. <laughs> it is interesting. It's fun to watch. It, it, it certainly is. Probably not is. fun to do. It is fun. It's a fun action sequence, yeah. I like how they call themselves the Archangel and whatnot, so that kind of adds a little, a little mythological name to what they're doing. 
So they have one person lure the dragon as they skydive off, and they're like in squirrel suits, squirrel jumpsuits. So one person is the bait for the dragon. The other two are like following in close behind to catch his wings in, in their netting and whatnot. It's an interesting modern way to catch a dragon. That's kind of sprinkled throughout too, is you have some of these modern day methods, very high tech. They're using holographic imaging to kind of see where the dragon's at. Whatnot. They use like some Mad Max style vehicles to take it on that are like flame proof and whatnot, and they're just filled with like gallons and gallons of water and whatnot. Mm-hmm. And just have like these fire hydrant noz- nozzles and whatnot. Cool how the society has developed into that using their technology. There was a cool part where they weren't able to track the dragon because one of their holographic um, devices were destroyed, and so Christian Bale had to go out and fix it. There was no vehicles left. <laughs> Um, he just took a horse to go right up into it, and I'm like, okay, there's a little another element to fairy tale element imagery. He's using horses, and then and then he ultimately uses the horse as bait for the dragon, so McConaughey can shoot it down. One of his specialty bullets. Nice. The why not? The so blend it's a, it's of kind of a cool. It's a cool action sequence. Timelines yeah. and genres. Absolutely yes. So it's yeah, it's a little blend of modern day versus fairy tale imagery and. Um, yeah, I, I gotta say, Matthew McConaughey, I think he was the best in this movie. He was a really... All the characters were stupid, <laughs> but I think he was, he was like, pretty much the best. Most. And he, he had, like, the Tom... He, like, channeled his inner, like, Tom Hardy, Charlie Hunnam. He was, like, just that gruff, like, something you'd see, like, those actors play. Mm. And it was actually quite impressive. He, I was convinced... He didn't seem like Matthew McConaughey to me in this movie. Yeah. And he was super method, too, during this. Oh, yeah. Uh-huh. Didn't he make everyone call him by his character name? I think so, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, strictly, strictly. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, he was He was just going for it. He was, he was really, really method with his acting. And it paid off. It, he wasn't bad. <laughs> nice. He had, like, some crying moments. He, like, he, I, I could believe it. With, but it, it just didn't match with what he was saying. But you could tell McConaughey was trying his, Doing his best. utmost best well, to deliver that... those lines. And they were stupid lines, <laughs> but he delivered them perfectly. I wouldn't expect so. <laughs> anything less from the director of 2005, Elektra. Yes, Elektra. I, I think he also directed X-Files. Max files episodes. Once I saw Electro, I was like, oh, shit. Yeah, and I, I, I think it's Rob Bowman is his name. Yeah. So, yeah, he did X-Files, Star Trek Next Generation. So he's got a little bit more of, like, a TV show experience, I guess. Still very sci-fi. Uh, yeah, I thought he did really well with the cinematography. Action. Yeah, yeah, he he did good. I You know, he has a lot of silhouetting. I think that's his main thing. Yeah, it certainly helped with uh, making the dragons realistic is that they were either, like, yeah. shrouded in smoke and ash and fog or darkness or something. Right, yeah, that was another great technique that they used that that we've been adamant since the thing. Help, help mitigate those 2000 CG effects. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. And and that's that's what's cool, too, is, like, yeah, it's, it's shrouded in mystery. The, the way that they CGI'd is really, really creative and very, very smart to create that sense of vagueness and wonder about what these dragons, what their true nature is. You only catch glimpses. Yeah, it makes them, despite it being an action movie. They have a blend of CGI and practical, too. Like, some of the... They do have some practical elements. Like, they did build a set of, like, this dragon corpse. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and it actually blended really nice. He, the, the dragon came in, landed, smoke cleared, 
and then you went right into the practical effect of the dragon and it looked almost seamless it was really really well done nice so yeah there's really great elements like the cinematography is great it looks great there's yeah that ashy feel to Mm -hmm. it that twilight feel you got those warm glows warm fiery glows when you have like a human scene when they're just like bunkered down in their castles and whatnot little, little dragon fire glow so yeah there's just a lot of good ideas it stinks that just some of the motivations are just kind of <laughs> off. And I don't know, even just the way they do the protocols around the castle, they don't even know what the backup plan is. Like even Gerard Butler, like when Matthew McConaughey stormed in because he's one of the Americans traveling across to find the, the main dragon, which is the male dragon. All the rest of the dragons are female. They've all been laying eggs, and the male just comes in and fertilizes them all. So that's why there's so many dragons, and that's why they can't keep up because there's only one male. There's just one dragon going around, just going for it, beating it on everybody. <laughs> Pretty much, <laughs> young Christian Bale included, getting the dragon sauce. <laughs> Pretty much, wow. their castle's kind of like a. Did, yeah. It's got like the Helm's Deep vibe. If there was a dragon apocalypse, I'd I'd say castle was my last yeah. resort as well. Didn't they try and like drop nukes on him already? Yeah, they did. Oh, yeah, yeah. probably. <laughs> probably not a lot of options yeah. left then, aside from Castle. No, not really. No, yeah. Which uh, Matthew McConaughey had a cool idea at the end sequence, and um, it was the uh, he had a C four arrow. A C four arrow. And um, and, the, and as as the dragon was building up his glands to shoot fire, that's where you that's where you aim it, and you have to you have to do it right as he's doing it you can't hesitate and then you'll ko the dragon so it kind of adds to that it's kind of like a little like hobbit where it's like you know bard and the black arrow against smog so it's kind of like that way i just wish that was established it's like the how to train your dragon <laughs> ending when you just shoot the fireballs yeah. into the big one right exactly wow Everyone is ripping off Rain of Fire. Yeah, you aim for their explosive glands, and the whole thing goes boom. Yeah, Christian Bale does really good. Yeah, you even have uh, Natalia from Goldeneye. She's like the romantic interest, forced romantic interest. That doesn't make sense. Nice. Isn't the Borg lady in this as well? Oh, the Borg lady. Uh, I, I forget her name, but I'm pretty sure she's in this. I don't know. Yeah, from Next Generation. That would make sense because you know the director is familiar with Star Trek Generation. Him being director of many episodes. Right, this is also where we see one of Christian Bale's first, uh, first of his legendary uh, weight fluctuations. <laughs> In an interview, someone was talking yeah. about he showed up on set all scrawny as hell because he's like, "Well, it's the apocalypse. We're starving. I'd be skinny, right?" And then Matthew McConaughey <laughs> took his shirt off and he was fucking jacked. And they're like, "Oh, so it's a dick measuring contest." <laughs> so then he just got like, he pulled some like the mechanic to Batman move in you know another three months because he just hates his own oh, body shoot. and he just got swole as. That's that's the thing with uh, Christian Bale. He will he will go to that extreme of know. body fluctuation. How he does it so quickly? He, he just he does it with Dick Cheney and yeah, yeah Dick it's, Cheney, it's really Batman. weird. <laughs> what a guy. Yeah, Batman and all that. I'm like, man, dude, I how do you do it? Yeah, I was under the impression he <laughs> was like committed. fresh off his American Psycho physique and he was just looking like that anyway. Mm. But no, I guess he got really skinny for the role, and then he re- he got rejacked. Yeah, interesting. What was the other? Oh, you were talking about practical effects. Apparently, they used a good like few tons of, of <laughs> propane and explosives in this movie. The majority of the explosives <laughs> and fire I can were real. 
It's like Chris Nolan's wet dream, oh, blowing damn. shit up. Yeah. Practical effects. It, it, literally, practically, yeah, that, which is great. All of the effects were just superb. Yeah. It was like 10 out of 10. At least the director knew that the, the CG dragons would, would only go so far. <laughs> right. With the, with the 2000s yeah. technology. <laughs> exactly. But that's nice for the ambitious project of a dragon apocalypse movie in the 2000s. They certainly knew what they were doing. Exactly. Yeah, they, they really did. That's the thing. Like, I feel like this uh, this type of movie with a, with a better writing team or just better <laughs> character motivations and dialogue, it, I think it, this this would soar because I feel like we haven't seen any other, like, dragon apocalypse movies since this movie. It kind of didn't it, died uh, out. Didn't it flop? It's such a great idea. Yeah. Oh, oh yeah, definitely. It had a lot of mixed reviews. <laughs> um, I think it's like 40% on Rotten Tomato. That's rough. So, yeah, it's pretty rough. Pretty rough. Um, and it's for good reason. I mean, like, <laughs> even, like, the two main, like, just with Christian Bale and Matthew McConaughey's characters, they're just, their motivations are a little weird and convoluted. What was your like, favorite? It, it, it's just kind of hard to describe, like, what, what they're, I, th- I think what they needed to do is just, like, have Christian Bale's character just be all about the survival, all about protecting his community, his family. He even has a son, too like an adoptive son that he found in like a wreckage took him in as his own who also lost his own mother too his mother was dead right in front of him just like what christian bale's character experienced they don't really go into that but that that would have been interesting like to see more of their relationship and then matthew mcconaughey he's you know he's a he's an american that (laughs) came overseas came to London to destroy the dragon hive once and for all. Hunt dragons, yeah. Not very American of it. So he's kind of more of like, we, we got we to gotta hit its source. And Christian Bale's like, no, I need to protect my community. <laughs> like, we are not strong enough anymore to, to, to fight dragon of that caliber. Mm. And they have that opposition. Matthew McConaughey is like, okay, whoever wants to join me, join up. Which, <laughs> there's this family that was introduced at the beginning and they went out prematurely to go into the harvest fools for no reason other than i have to feed them so i'm gonna go to the harvest early than what the community decides so it's like a bunch of like this family of four super selfish that goes out secretly and then and then it kind of like like dragons get all stirred up and stuff and well it wouldn't be attacking them he loses his son It wouldn't be an apocalypse movie without the greedy character who gets himself killed at some point. <laughs> yeah. Got to right. tick that box off. There's always someone that's trying to just throw a wrench into What operations. was your favorite contrived decision in the movie? If you had to pick one. Contrived decision. I would say it was probably... So I, I, I liked that Matthew McConaughey was going to try to destroy the hive once and for all. It's a cool dynamic. One person's like, no, don't don't make it worse we can't do that i have to save my community and it's just this family of four this this dad he is like the most irrational person (laughs) he's like i'm gonna go with matthew mcconaughey to fight this dragon because i have to protect my family because i lost my son to a dragon and the rest of my family my family of three at this point is gonna go with him and i'm like you what (laughs) you're leading your family into the biggest dragon on earth even though you lost your son to another dragon and you're trying to protect your family so you're gonna go with matthew Mc- I, it doesn't make sense at dad all. more like chad yeah that's a chad decision 
Fuck him. It's just yeah, Fuck it just kids. didn't make sense. His his so uh, like, motivations just. I think don't my favorite one was when Matthew McConaughey, knowing he was probably gonna die, elects to leap oh. like twenty feet off of a skyscraper yes. <laughs> into the dragon's mouth with his great axe. Yes. Oh my god, that finale. Which which I mean, it's kind of a cool barbarian shot uh, yeah and i understand what they were going for but that is the worst decision i've ever oh yeah ever seen yeah, does he no, have right. i think that takes a case does he have any on-screen kills with that axe why does he carry it around is it for show he doesn't use it at all <laughs> he didn't use it it's for he sure. died with it <laughs> <laughs> he used it for, yep he used it for a cool death he doesn't use it i don't is it good at killing he dragons even, okay so they, <laughs> is it is he i think he just no, likes it he's not at all he's not good at all because they go to london <laughs> his skyrim daedric axe that he's it's walking completely around completely decimated they are <laughs> they are yeah his his group goes you know they're they're scouting out the main big dragon the big male dragon so they're all just like cruising through they don't even prep their tanks. Fuck They're it. just kind of just sitting there waiting for it. They hear swooshing. Uh, everyone kind of lines up with their rifles. Classic dragon hunting. To point at the sky. Rifles. And, and yes. Uh, right, yeah, which is fine. But then Matthew McConaughey comes out. Oh, yeah. With a single action shotgun. And I'm no, I'm no gun expert by all means. But when the male dragon comes in to fuck him up, he is just shooting the dragon from yards away with a single bullet shotgun. It's a single shot shotgun or whatnot. I was like, what mm. are you doing, man? You need a rifle. You yeah, need bitch to the like, buckshot. make sure it. <laughs> yeah. And with the old Olympia 360 YY. Yeah, they didn't, they didn't fire a single shot in the tanks. I don't know if they had ammo or what. And if they didn't have ammo, why would they just march back into the hive? I don't understand. But they didn't fire a single tank. <laughs> It was the worst plan, Bro, and then he survived. No one else did. Well, <laughs> I, I guess Natalia from Goldeneye did. But... She's too expensive to kill off. <laughs> right, exactly. So they go back to the castles, but then, but then it stirs up the dragon. He's really mad, and I guess this whole time too, Christian Bale's like, "No, you're gonna rain fire upon us." I don't know how far their castle is from London, mm. but I guess the dragon was smart enough to know to just fly over to this particular castle after. <laughs> That little instigating from Matthew McConaughey. Well, this dragon just knew where to go. He knew where to find the heart of the. He's a dragon. So it didn't make sense. Fucking on castles uh, is like their thing. That's true. Yeah. So th- th- that's that's probably what they were going for. You have the worst death. <laughs> Even worse than McConaughey's death. At least he went out with a with a bang with an axe. That's, that's pretty cool. Yeah. It's pretty as stupid as it was. It was pretty. It was pretty. Chad. <laughs> that's, some, that's a Chad death. So you have Gerard Butler. <laughs> They're all. They have the little Helm's Deep kids uh, refuge down in the basement <laughs> portions while the dragon's fucking up the rest of the castle. You have Gerard Butler. Um, for some reason, Christian Bale wants to go up and try to, like, put out the flames or do whatever. Just him. As apparently everyone does in this yeah, movie. Like, yeah, they love seeing the dragons. Just stay in this refuge, and, and I'm going to go. I'm going to figure out a solution. I don't, I don't know why. The dragon's fucking up everything. You just want to wait it out and then see what you can do after. Nah. But anyway, so he goes, and then Gerard Butler's like, no, I'll do it. (laughs) And then Christian Bale takes a fire, a little fire hydrant, like a little red fire hydrant, tosses it to Gerard Butler as he's going up the steps. They see the dragon just storming and just blowing up everything. And then Gerard Butler looks back 
at the refuge, back into Christian Bale's eyes, has a moment with this stupid, dinky little red fire hydrant. Like, red, that's going to do anything. A little red hydrant that could. <laughs> Gives him a little, like, little like last minute before death, like, little nod to Christian Bale as the fire just consumes him and just shuts the refuge uh, door. It was such an interesting wow. sequence. I've never seen anyone that's die. That's like some Man of Steel, corny. Hawk Kent death. Yep. Where he just walks in, he just stares at him. It felt that way. <laughs> yeah, he just stares at them. You know, he's he's got a son who can do anything, and then he just lets the tornado. Yeah, yep. yeah. it was it was pretty much that. There was no reason for Gerard to do that or to be there. It was so funny. So then, better than Gods of Egypt. Since that plan failed with Matthew McConaughey's little arsenal, that's when him, Natalia, and Christian Bale try again. Just the three of them. Nice, because <laughs> that. Because that's gonna that's gonna work. That's gonna work. If if uh, if a whole legion of Matthew McConaughey's troops and and tanks and whatnot didn't stop him, I'm sure, you know, the power of a friendship of three can can definitely stop power this. Friend. That does sort of the, the call back dragon, to the big male dragon, like the Arthurian fantasy adventure sort yeah. of dynamics, where you get the the team of heroes, the intrepid adventurers. They go just no, go it certainly does. solve the land's problems. I just feel like it didn't justify it enough. Like there should have been like if they knew a weak spot and they didn't want attention, mm-hmm. which they that's kind of what how they went about it. They didn't they didn't want, didn't want to bring any attention to them as they were trying to get close to the main dragon to blow it up with they the C4 arrow. Probably ran out of fire hydrants to give to suicidal people. <laughs> they did. I can't bring that they guy did, back yes. here. <laughs> exactly. So it's it's a cool idea. I, I do like that. Like you said, it is very Arthurian. It's kind of like a band of knights are going to slay the dragon, and it's a good idea. It's just I wish they would have kind of clarified what they were doing mm. a little bit beforehand. They kind of do it as they go. So this whole time you're like, what are what are the three <laughs> of them going to do? You know, just the whole time like, what are what are they going to do? And then you get the stupid. Matthew McConaughey death and all that and then <laughs> Christian part. Bale blows up the main dragon and everyone's saved. So nice. The ending shot too, it's just a nice little glow. So you know, good cinematography. It's everything's turning green again. The earth is rebuilding. So it's a good hopeful shot. But I just want to read to you guys some of the best dialogue I thought. Oh yeah. Um <laughs> Matthew McConaughey's Legion, they stroll through London, they see all the destruction, and then one of the guys whispers, like, was this because of a nuke? And I'm like, uh, you're, you're here to hunt a dragon. What, who, what do you think caused all this destruction? <laughs> Is this because it's of like a nuke? It's like stupid dialogue like that. <laughs> yeah. So Christian Bale, he's like trying to scavenge some of the, um, the now burnt um, harvest that the other people attempted to get to, the, the other family. <laughs> And the the son is like, oh man, ooh, that's, this smells terrible. <laughs> and Christian Bale, like a psychopath, just says, like American Psycho says, I love it. I love the smell of dead dragon. Love the smell of napalm in the morning. <laughs> yep. <laughs> He's like, they they hate the smell, um, so it might buy us a couple days. So they, they don't like the smell of their own rotting. Who does? Which is nice, but you don't have to say that Christian Bale loves it. <laughs> so it's just kind of weird. And then as they're scouting... As the three are scouting, the the dragon, because the you know the, the resources on Earth they have it hasn't been replenished yet. The ma- main dragon is turning on his own and eating his own dragon, so they kind of witness that. And and so <laughs> Natalia is like, okay, 
now we got him outnumbered three to one. <laughs> I was like, what? <laughs> what? <laughs> the hell <are> you do? <laughs> and I was like, oh, I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> that would have been a cool payoff to her dialogue because, like, if they're going after the dragon and the other dragons see that the main dragon is getting KO'd by these three people, then they all start swarming the main dragon. It'd be kind of interesting. Like like they're piranhas. I don't know. <laughs> like once you... exactly. Yeah, yeah. They're like, oh shoot, our 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 main. Now's our chance. He's KO'd. So what you're let's, let's go. what you're telling me is that you want this movie to end like Justice League ended. <laughs> Justice League, <laughs> where all the parademons smell his fear and they just eat him. Is that what you're telling me, Isaac? <laughs> Tell me you want a Justice League ending. You want to see the you want to see the Snyder cut of Reign of I, Fire? I don't actually. <laughs> I do not because you want Whedon to get his hands on that, this, Isaac. If that if her. <laughs> If her stupid dialogue wasn't in there, I I would be fine with how with how the movie progressed. But she said, "Oh yay, we have him outnumbered because all the dragons are kind of funny. This is terrible leadership on the dragons' part. Terrible so we outnumber them, and then it you know you never see the dragons turn on the main one. So it's like okay, whatever. If, so why did you even say that anyway? If you were to uh, if you were to have a boss, would you rather have Matthew McConaughey's psychotic ass or a dragon who'll probably eat you? in terms of decision-making powers in that leader. Um, what would you prefer? <laughs> they both end in Annihilation, so, hmm. hmm. <laughs> I think maybe the way to go, let's see, what would be the best way to go? I think the most epic way to go is probably by through Dragon. Do the Matthew McConaughey route? No, nah, no, nah, the other route. <laughs> <laughs> Either way, it's you're getting eaten by epic. a dragon. If I'm going to go out, I go out with a bang. <laughs> <laughs> That's so true. <laughs> yeah, I guess it's the same. It's the same outing. Wow. But yes, and then at the end, too, since since Matthew McConaughey is dead, Natalia, his partner, turns to Christian Bale. She's just like, he he always thought you could do that. And it's like, no, no, he didn't. No, he didn't. He, the, you, you guys were rivals the whole time. You guys, <laughs> uh, you guys hated every idea that you guys proposed on how to deal with the dragons. It was sort no, of like no, a, a dick measuring contest between them. They're probably just doing push-ups every time yeah. they're not on screen with the other one. The characters pretty that is, much seen who could get more ripped maybe in that last scene christian bale <laughs> got like a he got a pound on him maybe he had like one percent less body fat and matthew mcconaughey was like well all right all right then guess i'll die all right all right so it begins so it begins nice the the, the christian bale mcconaughey rivalry yes uh and that is rain of fire in response to your your criticisms of this movie's uh dialogue would, do you think uh, it would benefit more from a script change or a tonal change? This movie does take itself very seriously. And not just that, yeah. like we make it more high fantasy. I like that it was still very grounded in, in realism. But with those like sort of uh, yeah. classic fairy tale element, like storytelling elements, do you think if it leaned a little more into that tonally through the dialogue, I, that that might I, also I, work? If it was, what's know. the word, campier? If it was a little more intentionally campy? Or do you think it should Maybe. try and take the dragon concept even more seriously and get some like Nolan writing? Yeah, perhaps I, I I think I I'm gonna be honest with you I think I think the script change to be honest I I think I like this idea of because it is it is a dreary world a dreary apocalyptic world I just feel like if the script was written in a good way where you had good comedic humor to like like little lighthearted humor amidst the you know, apocalyptic, kind of in the way that Pacific Rim does it, of, like, Pacific Rim has kind of the more intense dialogue with the main characters, and then you have, like, the comedic 
elements with the scientists. I feel like it would be a very good movie if it was written in a better way of that sense, better dynamics. I think tonally, I, I like the tone. I liked it as I, well. I really do. I don't, I don't think it needs to be a fairy tale campiness. It, ha- it should have like elements of it, which it, do, it you know it does have those elements where you can piece together, oh, you know, he's riding a horse, they're in a castle, they're using a bow to, you know, and then, yeah, it's the three companions facing the, the big, you know, the biggest hive dragon. So I think those elements sprinkled throughout, even like the idea of them being archangels, skydiving and capturing dragons that way it's just yeah it's it kind of adds a little the fantasy elements into it sprinkled throughout but i think the tone is perfect and imagery and and then yeah if the dialogue was way better if the character motivations were way better i think it'd be a really good (laughs) nice just get the dialogue to match i think christian bale and mcconaughey yeah the dialogue just needs to match in quality i think the the two main leaders Mm. too I just feel like, yeah, it had the forced romance between Christian Bale and Natalia, which didn't really have totally a good payoff at all. She's got to be so really sick of those. That, in a Bond movie, you know. and now this. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> she is the ultimate She's like, uh, romantic interest. Wow. <laughs> what does my career right. come to? But, yeah, but I feel like if, if there was a script change with both of the leaders and their motivations were way more clear and more concise and not stupid dialogue and (laughs) stupid decisions irrational decisions i think these leaders would be really cool and i think that would have spawned a a nice little franchise Mm. that um might not have a little dragon apocalyptic franchise which is really cool it's a really cool idea and i wish it was just executed well yeah i love the idea of it it, the like i want more modern apocalypse fantasy those are two genres that aren't often blended i think yeah, like you said, Absolutely. tonally and yeah, cinematically. Yeah, like Mad Max elements yeah, too. Yeah, they just does a great job yeah, of that. Exactly. And yeah, like you said, maybe a script change, some more characterization, a little up to the caliber of the rest of the movie. Might be easier even if they mm-hmm. just say that uh, the radiation's getting to their head. Maybe a throwaway line. That's it. <laughs> solves all their problems. Yeah, just uh, right. It <laughs> Sol- solves all the dialogue problems. They're just not thinking straight. Yeah, that's it. Christian Bale's just been Perfect. feeding these kids like paint thinner or something. And that's why everyone acts like a dipshit. Yeah, exactly. Oh, and one of the kids is uh, Gleason. Um, uh, Joffrey. Oh, it's that little fucker and Joffrey, Game isn't it? Yeah. I saw that little shithead <laughs> that right little, in the front row of see, all those kids. Oh. I was like, oh. Ooh. Oh, that I, fucker. Man, I, I got real tense when I saw <laughs> that face. I was like, oh, hell no. <laughs> oh, man. But yeah, but that is that is Rain, Rain of, of Fire. Rain of Fire. So. Nice. Well. What would you what would you rate Rain of Fire out of out of ten out of uh, Rain of Fire out of ten? How many just, all rights would like you give stri- it? Yeah. How many Matthew McConaughey all rights would you give it? And you gotta say them out <laughs> one rights. at a time. I gotta say out of all rights, I give it um, all right, all right, all right, all right, all right, all right, six all rights. Six all rights. <laughs> okay, nice. Yes. <laughs> If if it had a script change, it would probably go up to more of an eight out of ten, maybe even you know higher. Oh wow! If it was just a little more clear and a little, a little better, better dialogue and mm. characters. So okay, that is my verdict. Final verdict of the good with Dragon Apocalypse. Dragon yes. Apocalypse. So a good, a nice uh, dual genre piece. Yeah. If you want, if you guys want to experience something new, a new idea of like mashing. Those type of genres, apocalypse with dragons, with kind of that Mad Max with more mythical fairy tale, magic max, medieval style. 
Magic Max. Yes, Magic Max, Reign of Fire. <laughs> this is the movie for you. <laughs> I feel like it's a, it's an interesting watch. It's interesting its potential. You see its potential, and you just wish you had more. You wish there was just more to it. I would definitely and, like uh, to see yeah, more it's out just of that. Not a bad idea. I hope something that universe sort of. Absolutely. I, I hope someone picks that up you know, <laughs> a little bit and. <laughs> Just uh, maybe, maybe we just have like a little remake, you know. Just bring back Christian Bale, bring back Matthew McConaughey, and uh, I'm sure Christian Bale will do it again. He he'll he'll do anything to his body to for, yeah. for a character. Uh, Matthew so. McConaughey, maybe if you tell him it's a rom com, he'll do it. He's yeah, I don't know, he's sort of more of like a character. Yeah. Or or bring in like Tom Hardy or Tom someone, Hardy for it. Know, I don't know. I would like to see a modern day aged Gerard Butler attempt to be a comic relief again. I feel like this was <laughs> one of his last <laughs> comic relief roles for a while. God, he was the worst character. It was so bad. Oh, so I would, bad. He was useless. Picture of modern Gerard trying to trying to do that, <laughs> trying to pull off that role again. Yes, with his little Scottish ass oh, accent, man. he makes no attempt to hide. <laughs> ah, yeah. fuck. We got to review Gods of Egypt. Exactly. Yeah. We got to we got to review that one with him. Gods of with Egypt. him and Jamie Lannister. <laughs> Gods of Egypt. Wow, Jamie Lannister. Jamie Lannister. That's that's pretty. It, was it because of Game of Thrones that he went on to Gods of Egypt? Maybe I don't it, know. God, I feel like Gods of Egypt come before whoever wrote. Gods of Egypt came after his Game of Thrones role. Well, I feel like whoever wrote Gods of Egypt was the same person. Have you seen that picture of like American history textbooks? And it shows the pharaoh, but it's like a suburban white dad. And it's like, this, this is who built the pyramids. I feel like that no. guy wrote Gods of Egypt. <laughs> they got Gerard, but they oh, got the shoot. Scottish okay. dude as the god of the desert. Oh, God. That, that, that makes sense. Yeah, yeah. That makes total sense. Oh, man. <laughs> it's like that quality. We got to drink some fine Egyptian wine and watch that movie. <laughs> fine, fine exotic elixir yes. for, that, for that movie. Wonderful. Uh, that That sounds like a... A plan. That sounds like a promise. You got it. Maybe we'll stream it. I don't think we're allowed to do that. I don't think it's so fuck. I know shit all about copyright, so right. the last thing we post. All right, well, Reign of Fire, not the worst case scenario for 2020. Not the worst. But according to L. Ron Hubbard, <laughs> this movie is. <laughs> so this movie be is, sure uh, to tune in Thursday great. as we review Battlefield Earth, starring John Travolta, <laughs> yes. Forrest Whitaker, who else is in this movie? Oh, yes. Too many people. Forrest Whitaker. And let's just hope that the uh, Church of Scientology doesn't kidnap us uh, before next week's podcast episode. Yeah, well, we'll see how that goes. Well, be sure to like and subscribe to our social media channels. Check us out on YouTube. Um, yeah. And stay tuned. See our other videos. We'll be reviewing a good movie and a bad movie every week. Check us out Mondays and Thursdays. Every week, yes. Every week Every until week, the world Monday ends. Thursday, we're splitting it up for you guys. If the world yes. ends in one of the ways that we predict this month, you have to use your final act to leave us an iTunes review for your chance to win a movie yes. night let, on the boys. Let the world know that you were there. That you were you there. Were there that the you knew. Happened. <laughs> that I. That you knew. L. Ron Hubbard. That dragons were ravaging the earth, or Scientology truly takes yeah. over. Dragons or Scientology, I think, is the best bet so far. <laughs> but all right. We'll see you yeah, guys yeah. Thursday. <laughs> best scenario. All right. Kiss, kiss. We'll see you guys. Howdy, y'all. This is Terran, a.k.a. The Bad. Thank you for tuning in to our new program. Don't forget to like and subscribe so you don't get dysentery. Now, everybody pretend that I rode off into the sunset. Bye now. <laughs>